0: Welcome to Zoom O'Clock with your host, Tessie Anthony de Nassau. This podcast brings you enlightening discussions with leading experts and public figures directly to your ears. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Zoom O'Clock with your host, Tessie Anthony de Nassau. I'm today here with a very special guest and very good friend and fellow sorority sister, Leonor Stepjik. Hi, Leonor. How are you? Hi, Tessie. Hi, how are you? You're looking great. Thank you. Same, same. Well, it looks amazing where you are. The walls, like greenish and everything. Really. Well, this
1: is my cabin in the woods in Croatia. I'm in the middle of the countryside. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been here since October um, because I can't quite yet get back to London but um, I'm enjoying being surrounded by nature which as you know is very Montessori.
0: Very very nice and that will be all we're going to talk about today. Before we dive into the topic I will introduce you very briefly just so that our Mm -hmm. listeners and also the individuals seeing this video on YouTube understand how fabulous you really are dear Leonor. So an award-winning international executive, Leonor Stepchik, is an influential driving force in global education, delivering positive social impact around the world. As chief executive of the Montessori Group and sought-after innovator, Leonor establishes versatile education solutions in partnership with international authorities, private corporations, and NGOs, among other Leonora has received numerous awards around the globe for her incredible and inspiring work in education. Leonore, it is an absolute honor to have you here. I know how busy you are. You're always, even with Corona, you are always on Zoom. You're always on conferences. There's always something going on. I think it's so inspiring. So thank you for your time. Well,
1: thank you. And and it's really because the subject matter and education is so important that I'm driven to be to really talk about it as much as possible. Because we, we really do need to change how education is is seen and, and how we do education in the future. So it's it's a pleasure to be able to be given the opportunity to
0: talk about it. Absolutely. So let's dive into the topic straight away because as you know, zoom o'clock time is limited. Um so Montessori everyone has heard it but not many people actually know what is it really about other than it's not as traditional as a traditional system that we know and mm-hmm. also, a lot of people don't know about the accreditation about Montessori itself I will not say too much because I want you to explain it all to us the stage is yours okay well thank you so
1: so you're quite right um people have a lot of views about Montessori and one of the the problems that we face is that because Montessori isn't trademarked, because Maria Montessori did not trademark her approach, um, anyone can set up a school and call it a Montessori school or anyone can claim to be Montessori. And that's why one of the pieces of work that we're doing is this accreditation. So we now we relaunched it in March of this year to and renamed it as the Star Accreditation because we thought that was an easier name. Um, So anyone looking, any parent uh, looking for any Montessori school, and of course Montessori does go up to 18, it's not just nursery schools, um, can now look for that star logo. And in fact, on our website, montessori-group.com, we have a list of accredited schools. And it's really important because it's about the quality. And what we're saying is what the star accreditation shows is that this is a, a school, an institution that is um, committed to providing the best quality education mm-hmm. for its children, its students, um, and so we would encourage anyone looking for um, Montessori um, or you know a Montessori approach to education to look at that star for that star or look on our website. So Montessori has um, is. Again, something that's not very well known. People have a perception that it's all about the classroom and the beautiful materials. And and Montessori does have beautiful materials in its classroom. But we believe it's an approach that you can do Montessori anywhere. Uh, For example, we've just done a project with street children in Pakistan where there are no schools, um, where there are no materials. We believe it's about how you work with the children, the approach of the teacher to the child. Um, Teachers are seen as guides. We're there to what we call follow the child. So children have an innate um, curiosity about life. Anyone that has a baby or has had babies knows that children want to touch everything and put it in their mouths, and that's how they make sense of the world around them. That's how they learn. Children learn through doing things, through touch, through all of the senses. So it's a very sensorial way of learning. It's a way of learning through activity. Um, Children can choose the activity they do, um, but we have a framework. So children are encouraged to do everything, but they're allowed to take things at their own pace. And that's really important. Because if your example, if you're teaching maths, one, and you have a maths problem, a child, one child may pick that up in five minutes and then is bored for the rest of the lesson because they've understood, they've they've solved the problem. Another child may need an hour or two hours to resolve that problem. And if you cut that short, what it does is it gives that child a sense of, oh, it can't do maths or it's a failure. And that's not true. It just needs more time to process because it needs the way of working in a different way. So that's really sort of um, very much about allow a child to carry out activities at its own pace, choose what it wants to do, but be supported and guided by the teachers in the framework of Montessori.
0: Hopefully that gives a bit of a sense of Montessori. Absolutely. Well, my, both my children have been Montessori educated as well. And at the time, that there didn't exist yet the Montessori that goes beyond the preschool, kindergarten, and even some, uh, some primary school um, education. Now it really goes up including high school, which I think is really fantastic because we have specialized medicine, right? So why not have specialized education as well so that no child is left behind or no child falls exactly. for the grid? Because I think, uh, as you rightfully said, you know, um, some children need more time. Um, my children are very dyslexic. The Montessori system helped them really very much also to enjoy reading Because they were given the time in the normal system at the time, um, they, they would have not liked it because they were just not fast enough. And that would have really created extreme frustrations. And what I liked as well is that Gabriel, as you know, because we have worked with each other many, many times, Eleonore, and Gabriel as well has come to your events and has even spoken at your events about you know the importance of how the Montessori education as well gives these extra outside classroom skills, such as the garden Absolutely. which helps with mental health. Gabwell is a very big advocate on mental health. And um, I think his love through to find that channel of release through gardening has come because of Montessori. And thus I'm very, very grateful for that. So moving on then, well f- firstly, the the star accreditation was your idea. Dear Leonor, you were really the driving force behind it, which I think is fabulous because both of us have visited Montessori schools where we knew they were not accredited. And remember, I don't know if you remember, I'm not going to say which country it was, but there was one Montessori school where they were not very happy to see us because they just wanted to run away the the school that has, they wanted it. And it was absolutely not the style of Maria Montessori. And so I think it's really, really important to do that. Also with the way the classroom is set up and everything. um, I totally agree. Then you have done something else very specifically as well that I'm very fond of and I'm very proud of to know that you have been doing that. In the first time in history, you have created an alliance, a global alliance for Montessori. Tell us about that.
1: Yes, I mean, I think it's really important that we are all, uh, and Maria Montessori talked about, you know, teaching children that they're part of the world around them, they're part of something bigger, and that touches on the nature piece and, and the gardening, which is why we have outdoor and indoor classrooms and and support children in learning about the world around them and why we have a partnership with the Jane Goodall Institute, for example, about um, mm-hmm. their education programme. Um Yes, we 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 believe that Montessori should be for everybody, and so we're working at the moment across seventy countries. We're working with organisations across the world. We're looking for constantly looking for collaborative partnerships with both institutions, whether they be universities, where they can train teachers, and we can help them. We can train them to become trainers, through to um, nursery schools or schools. Um, but also, sort of larger organisations. We're we're talking to global organisations about, you know, and global charities now about how can we add value and how can we support the embedding of those principles? Because it's really about this social and emotional skills that children need to learn. As you say, it's really good for their mental health. But also, it is the they are those are the skills we're going to need in the future. We're not going to need the skills of Just absorbing facts. We're going to need the skills of understanding about facts and critical thinking. We need our children to collaborate and be creative because of the challenges that we're facing in the world. These these are going to be the leaders of the future, and they're going to have big challenges around climate change, around you know the after effects of the pandemic that we don't know how long this could last, around um, you know some of the the, the 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 conflicts that are happening I, I was reading horrible um statistic the other day that 100 um civilians die every day from conflicts around the world um you know we we need to build that kind of socially responsible leadership and we do that through education of our young people so for us that's a that th- those global alliances those that global way of working is really important because we, we can't shut ourselves off in little boxes and say no no you know that's that's not us this is us so
0: exactly no and I like that that you're so open-minded yet there's a serious thought behind how it will look and what the framework is because a lot of people say as well that was one of the comments I often got well how will your child cope um, even for the high school part, right? Um, yeah. If they're Montessori educated, because they're never going to be able to cope with the demands of a normal traditional system of education, uh, because they can just flow you around, go around the classroom. Yeah. And then I said, no, I said, it's actually quite structured, right?
1: It is, yeah. And we follow curriculum. So so we can, we can, because it's an approach, you can put it into any culture, any curriculum, and it's about how you do things rather than what you learn necessarily um, and actually you know there are longitudinal studies in the u.s that show that children um, particularly children from disadvantaged backgrounds actually um, they close the achievement gap if they're put through the montessori system so montessori supports that empowerment of children to become better at learning and become more skilled and actually succeed and So a lot of the Silicon Valley entrepreneurs are ex-Montessorians and and say that Montessori gave them their, you know, the basis for for their success. It's a a very powerful way of teaching children that can be used anywhere. And we think every child deserves an opportunity to be taught in that way.
0: Absolutely. Moving over to the little bit of the the bigger people, us, right? There's two things I'm also very fond of. One is that you create these these teacher training, these programs where mothers can, or mothers or young women can uh, become educators. Also fathers, of course, but it's, mm-hmm. it is sadly still mostly female students that take on that offer but you know for the men listening to this we need you as well um and it's a really great profession for men as well um to really empower women right to give them a chance to create an own Montessori school and you help them build these even right with also helping them with microfinancing and everything the education everything they need kind of like the whole business plan and everything tell us a bit about that
1: yeah, well, Maria Montessori was a very um, big believer in female empowerment. I mean, she spoke at the first women's congress on for, for women in 1896, um, talking for equal pay for equal work, uh, even back then. And so we we we're build on that. we're still not we're still there. Still, we're still not so not and... very depressing very depressing um but yeah um but we do believe in that kind of um looking at how can we empower women um and how can we empower women to be entrepreneurs so um that goes from but we, we give scholarships and bursaries um to women who uh want to go and study for montessori, a montessori education We started. We've moved away from having everybody needing to come to London to study to starting to build um, hubs, training hubs around the world to make it more accessible. Because often, if you've got, you know, family um, to look after, you can't necessarily spend time travelling somewhere else um, or being away from home. Um, We are we are supporting, you know, in the even in the accreditation scheme. We have a mentoring programme, so anybody that wants to set up a nursery and start right from the start of wanting to be an accredited nursery, have mentors that support them through that process. Um, We offer, in some cases, we'll offer free courses or subsidised courses For staff for CPD Um, and we've even this year had the International Montessori Awards that gives a cash prize for people who are you know excellent in practice across a whole range of things including support staff so you know the caretakers and the cooks and the cleaners and the people who actually also go towards you know making um, a, a sort of a school or a nursery what it is, um, often are women and are not actually necessarily celebrated, um, but their roles are, you know, their caring roles are still incredibly important. So it's about um, supporting that entrepreneurship is, is 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 absolutely vital for us. I mean, and as you say, also encouraging men um, and, and younger people, um, you know, we need to see young people see it. And part of that is getting some of the influencing work we're doing about getting the status of people that that work with children seen as a profession, mm-hmm. um, not as a job. It is a profession. Um, one of our, um, which I have not had a chance to, to even tell you about, Tessie, is that one of the things we want to do is actually look at home educators. Mm-hmm. How can we encourage home educators to join our accreditation scheme so that even if you're a home educator you can have something that say look this is my badge of recognition that i do something that's of quality um even though it may be uh, and we tend to not use childminder we want to use home educator because you know that is around um you know educating children it's not about babysitting it is actually a profession and we should recognize it as such
0: 100%. I agree. I totally agree. Because I remember um, I had when I lived in, in, in London more full time and the kids were small and I was working and studying and all that stuff at the same time. I had also someone helping me with the children sometimes. And she she was, uh, Jodi, she was fantastic. And she would really take the time also to do the homework with the kids and so on. And uh, she was extremely, extremely qualified, um i'm i'm sure that that a lot of young people specifically it would just as you say it would give them more credit to what they already do which is incredible the work they're doing you know raising our little children when we are working and doing and, and
1: particularly young mothers where they may have their own child and they may not be able to go and work in a in a nursery or a school but can have other you know other children come to their house well that that's valuable work and and it is you know and it is educational they're they're educating other people's ch- children who have to go out to work somewhere else and and it is an important part of commu- that community it is about that you know It takes a village to raise a child. Well, it often takes a community to raise a child. It shouldn't just be on the mother, you know, and the father themselves and and particularly on the mother. It should be, you know, we we should recognise that it does take a community
0: hundred percent. There's another thing which I find really, really, really interesting, which I would like to tap in a little bit, is that Montessori education is not just for children and not just for high school students and not just for educators and not just for empowering women, but also it is really, really good for, for individuals, for example, being attained from uh, Alzheimer's and mm-hmm. other illnesses mm-hmm. tell us a bit about that because that is something when i learned that while working with you that was just mind-blowing because that no one knows about that
1: yeah well it's true and there's been pilot projects around the world um particularly in in australia and in in the us that show that if you train the carers of people with um alzheimer's with dementia Um, to use the Montessori approach you can actually I think in in some places it reduced um, the use of medication by 75 Mm -hmm. percent and it reduced the um, the incidences of wandering so often you know uh, I looked after family members with Alzheimer's they will wander off you know because they're they're not aware of where they are or or what's going on Um, but actually if you give them something and you engage them and you use exactly the same approaches you would do you know in in the Montessori approach in schools um, there's just a higher incidence of people being happy fulfilled having purpose um, and 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 just it's a just a great great thing to do so this is something we're really really interested in um, we're also interested in looking at um, people with special needs you know and obviously and we're looking at a at a project with a, uh, an organization that works with with um, young adults with special needs um, again about using the Montessori approach um, there's the possibility of using Montessori for good mental health with um, people that have PTSD for example and again it's about that routine that sense of achievement that kind of you know creating a, a, a be, you know we, we we say you know sometimes when you're doing a piece of work you're in the zone it and you are it's that and that's very much what Montessori does it's sort of you're in that moment of that, that activity and and it just gives you a huge sense of satisfaction and peace to be doing something and and Tess, you, you may remember this that when you went to the school in Norfolk to film, mm-hmm. um, when we, we did the Chelsea Flower oh,
0: Show. Garden, course,
1: yes. Yeah, and and I don't know if you remember, but there was a little, and this is to me, this is a perfect example. There was a little girl who was really engaged in the activity, and we had, you know, cameramen around and photographers, but she was just very much very calm, not not sort of upset, just very focused on her activity with all this stuff going on around her. But you can imagine that for someone who is an adult who may, you know, be in that situation of feeling anxious, to be able to be in that sort of zone of peace and quiet and focus it has got to be really good for their mental well-being.
0: Mm-hmm. For sure. I can also imagine listening to what you're saying that for autistic uh, children and adults probably will also be a good idea And many, many mm-hmm course but it is definitely a field that is quite unexplored and a lot of people don't know about it so it's no. great we have touched on it a little bit if you have some links please share them with me and i will put them we up will to you. Um, and and what
1: we'll also sorry to, to interrupt but we'll keep, what we're also going to do is through the international montessori institute that we created last year we're actually going to be doing research into this and we've launched two research funds and one is actually a uh, European research Fund, which is ninety thousand euros over three years and we're really interested to look at those sorts of things. Where can Montessori be applied elsewhere to to really make a powerful social impact? so yes mm-hmm. well, definitely something. happy to share those
0: links. Please do also for people listening to this who have children, well, children going into Montessori, who have want to become a Montessori teacher, want to open their schools or have someone with dementia Alzheimer, Alzheimer's, or even think that this is just incredible, didn't know about all of that new research coming up, just get in touch with Leonora and her team. And um, yeah, she will make sure you are well taken care of.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: <clears throat> our time has run out. It's so amazing to talk to you, Leonore. Sure. Before I Likewise. let you... Know, Tell me, Um, there's always one question I ask everyone, which is about, you know, we're living in turbulent times, but there's so much innovation. And there's so many things that inspire us daily and create that innovation in ourselves as well. You know, during the COVID pandemic, you have innovated quite dramatically as well, right? Uh, With the Montessori School and personally and everything, it's just fantastic. What is one book you have read where you were like, wow, that book? really made a difference
1: oh oh my goodness oh my goodness oh that's a really (laughs) difficult such a difficult question that is such a difficult question um one book that I read actually it's it's a book that I read many 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 years ago um and it's um it's actually by um well, it's it's the Black Swan. I don't know if you've um, yes, yeah, yes, yes. So it's basically it's about how you know it's unpredictability, and I think it's Naeem Talib. I think that that wrote it, and it just made me start to think when it first came out. I read it, and it made me start to think actually, we can't take life for granted because sometimes something will happen, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, it's how you handle that unexpected um, sort of that Black Swan. How you how you Deal with that is actually what is going to make a difference, not sort of um, worrying about, oh, my goodness, this is this is this is happening. Now what? Um, It's okay. This is happening. So what what can I do about it or how can where's the opportunity around this? So I guess that would be the one. Very interesting
0: and very difficult question. Very difficult Yeah, very
1: difficult.
0: <laughs> I know I get everyone, I get them all with that question. Um, so, well, thank you so much, dear Leonor. I make sure um, the YouTube video will go up live today already. Um, then all of the others will go up in the next few days. And I make sure that below each and every one of the videos or podcasts, there's all of the information of you, of your website that you have mentioned, and anything else you would like to share. So, um, yeah, this is this is it for us today. Thank you so much, Leonor. Thank you. Thank you. Too short. Too short a time to speak to you. Always too short, my darling. We speak offline. And then for everyone listening here, please subscribe to the channel, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, all of the other uh, podcast channels. Please share, comment, rate. It's so important. We have also created a... Um, a patronage for the podcast to make it more reliable and more that I can have it more and more, more guests, more time for it. So please look into it on my website as well, tessydanessa.com, on all of these things. Your support is greatly appreciated. And if it is just your comment on what you think about the podcast or the YouTube videos. So thank you so much, Leonor. I wish you a beautiful rest of the day. And um, you we keep talking offline. We will. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this Zoom o'clock. We hope this discussion was insightful and has provoked some new ideas for you. Please share and subscribe. If you'd like to keep in touch with your host, you can find her on Instagram under tessie underscore from underscore Luxembourg and on Twitter under Tessie underscore DE.